Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. This is actually a extension of last week's episode, episode 15, where we talked about the ways that we waste our time. What are your biggest time sucks? Where do you lose time and where can you regain time? And this week, I want to talk to you about some of my favorite resources and techniques and tips that help me get my time back. So through conversations that I've had with my friends and who are busy moms, working moms, people who are building businesses, maybe they work in the corporate world. Some of them are stay-at-home moms. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have kids, you don't have kids, wherever you are in life, there is a very, very high percentage of women who feel dissatisfied, dissatisfied with how much time they're actually able to pour into themselves. And we need to recognize that we all need to prioritize self-care. We need to make our mental health a priority and we need to set boundaries. We need to make plans and we need to rediscover and reconnect with ourselves as a woman outside of who we are right now today in whatever role you might be playing. We want to reconnect with our hobbies, with our interests, with who we are when it was just us as an individual, before we were trying to build our career, before we were trying to manage our home. But the biggest thing I hear is that I know I have to do that. Like Chastity, I know I need to do that. I know that that is important. I want to do it. I am craving that connection. I'm craving that time with myself. I'm craving that time alone. I'm craving that time of rediscovery and reconnecting with myself, but I don't have the time. I don't have the time because I'm doing all of these other things for everybody else or because I am super, super busy at work or because I'm running my kids around everywhere. But the reality is we need to make the time. Burnout is real and burnout is freaking coming for you. Burnout is real. And it's because we have so many irons in the fire. It is almost impossible to figure out how to carve out any time for yourself. And so what I want to talk about today is what if there was? Like, what if there was a way that you could find something, one or two of these resources or these tips that I'm going to share with you that could actually help you reclaim your time, prioritize your self-care, and then therefore become more fulfilled. So we're going to talk about how to manage your time more effectively with some of my personal favorite resources and things that I have done personally in my own life. These are things that I have implemented. Some of them have worked better than others for me in particular, but I've tried all of them. And so I wanted to share some of them with you. I'm sure that most of you are aware of some of these things, but just maybe you've not actually given any of them a try, or you don't realize how much they actually could impact how much time you get back into your life. And so I'm going to share some of those time freedom tips with you. And the biggest thing that we need to recognize is that time is not a renewable resource. It's, it's not coming back. Once it's gone, it's gone. So when you reframe that and you recognize that in your mind, it is instantly going to help you realize that Hmm. I need, I need to take this seriously. And so let's sort of reclaim that and let's start using that time for things that truly matter to us, spending time nurturing the relationships that we have with ourselves, so that we can show up as a better person 
for everybody else. So let's hop right into some of these game changing strategies that are going to help you reclaim some of your time. So the very, very first thing I want to talk to you about that I've had a really, really hard time for a long time understanding how much time and how much money these things could actually save me. And the first thing is that you need to ditch going to the grocery store. Like, bye-bye grocery store grind, okay? Unless that is something that fills you up and that you personally find fulfilling. If that is, like, if grocery shopping is your self-care, then high five to you, way to go, move on to something else that just makes you want to poke your eyes out. But I want you to stop and recognize if you are thinking to yourself, I wish I had two hours this month to do this one thing that I've just been dying to do. How can I make that happen? You need to start thinking about how you can free up hours with services like Instacart, Amazon Fresh, Walmart Plus. There are so many of these super convenient delivery services. And I personally could not live without Instacart. I've used Amazon Fresh. I have used Walmart Plus as well. But Instacart is the one that makes the most sense for me. And just for just to kind of help open up your eyes to this, a trip to the grocery store easily can eat up at least one to two hours of your time. That I mean, considering travel time, shopping, waiting in line, browsing around the store, looking at things that you absolutely don't need. And Instacart can significantly reduce this to about like 20 to 30 minutes. So that's from like start to finish, placing your order, receiving the delivery. And so if you grocery shop once a week, that's an hour to an hour and a half per grocery store trip that you are saving. That's a minimum of four hours a month. Guys, that's a significant amount of time that you could actually win back. The next thing, if you don't want to go full on Instacart or like grocery delivery service, then start to think about skipping the checkout lines and just going with curbside pickup. I do both of these in conjunction. There are times when like I... There are some stores that I just do not like going into. I just don't, I don't enjoy it. It's too overwhelming for me. And when I can actually do my grocery store shopping on the weekend, I just don't want to be in there. I don't, I don't, I like to go to Costco if it's during the week and I can kind of zip in there and zip out, but there, I do not want to be freaking caught dead in Costco on the weekends. And so a lot of times, like during the week, I will just like make my Costco list put the order in to have it delivered on Saturday or Sunday. It's here. It's ready for me to meal prep with on Sunday. And I'm moving about my business. And same goes with curbside pickup. If you don't want to go full on delivery service at the very least and go curbside pickup, and it doesn't even have to be just for your groceries, you're going to be hard pressed to find someplace that does not offer curbside anymore. Since the pandemic, I will say that prior to the pandemic, there were places primarily, I think, like grocery stores that offered curbside pickup. But once we hit the pandemic, basically every 
every place I know offers curbside pickup. I've used it at Target. I've used it at Ulta. I've used it at Sephora, Walmart, my local grocery store, HEB, Home Depot, Lowe's. Basically, anywhere that there is curbside pickup, I am picking that all day long. Why? Because I don't want to go in. I don't want to deal with the people. I don't want to stand in line. I don't want to look for the item. It's so much easier for me to open up my app and type in whatever toilet paper and it brings up whatever toilet paper I need and I put it in the car and then I have a curbside order I'm going to pick up. I, it saves so much time. It just streamlines the it streamlines the process of picking up any sort of pre-ordered items that you have for the store. A lot of these places like Target, they don't have a minimum on how much you can order. So at Target, if you like need toothpaste and you just simply don't want to run into the store to grab your thing of toothpaste, you you can curbside it. You don't need to fill up a cart of $35 or more to go and use Target curbside. And so Keep that in mind also if you're concerned about, well, I don't want to have to place a minimum order. It's not going to really be worth it. It's much quicker if I just go ahead and go in and pick it up. There are places that don't have minimum orders. And so 100% make sure you utilize those. I mean, guys, I think we can all talk about what it means to go into Target. Now, am I giving up my Target trips 100%? No. No chance of that because nothing makes me happier than to grab a coffee and to mosey through the aisles of Target. It, it, it's brilliant. It's wonderful. I love doing it. But there are times when I want to just get my crap, get in and get out. And this is where curbside comes in. It's saving you time. It's saving you probably a crap ton of money. So you just simply drive up, you have your items loaded into your car and you are on your little way. And so you're probably going to save at least 10 to 15 minutes compared to like an in-store shopping trip. So this is like key to carving out that time and basically like no brainer ways to get time back into your day, into your week, into your month. Another biggie for me these are, these three are probably the top three that I do that have drastically increased the amount of time that I have to spend on not just myself, but just like with my kids, with my husband, living life, experiencing life. And another biggie is meal delivery services. So places like HelloFresh or Blue Apron, there's a ton of them. I've tried a lot of them. I think that they have definitely have their pros and cons for me personally. I like to use these services is when I know it's going to be a particularly crazy week and we are 100% going to save money with these services as opposed to eating out. And so these types of services, they come either with prepackaged meals or pre-portioned meals. You can have some of them are fully prepped for you. Some of them you still have to, you know, get the ingredients out and start cooking with them. John and I used to do HelloFresh a lot when it was just he and I because there wouldn't be as much left as as much leftover food that we didn't always eat, so it would just go to waste because HelloFresh comes to you and it's literally like if you do the two serving box, you're only getting things for those two servings. And so we would like cook that meal together, and it was just kind of a fun thing to do. We tried new things that we didn't know, like that we wouldn't normally try. And we usually had a good time doing it. And it did save us time and it saved us money. It's not only 
saving time and freeing up your schedule, but it's also reducing just that mental strain. So you don't have to worry about making the grocery list, planning the meals, staying in the grocery line, cooking, meal delivery services, eliminate all of those time consuming tasks. And they will also save you several hours per week, depending on how many meals you replace with your delivery. So like I said, I sometimes do these on a particularly busy week or a particularly busy month. A lot of times I will also do these in the summer because we are out of the house a lot more. We might go out to the pool and be at the pool all day long. And the last thing I want to do after being out in the, at the pool all day long or running and doing activities with the kids is to come home and cook a giant meal. And so a lot of times if we have meals that have come to us through the meal delivery services, those are just, those are super easy to kind of just whip up and they take a lot, lot less time. So I just have more time to spend at the pool with everybody. They also can seriously impact your health by helping you just make healthier choices without being tempted by other things that maybe aren't as healthy. And so that can definitely have a positive impact on your overall health. The other benefits of things like these are just, like I said, reduced stress and mental load. When you outsource these things, it can significantly reduce that mental load associated with running your house. And knowing that groceries are taken care of, meals are taken care of for the week, it can provide such a sense of relief. It is just Oh, it's like chef's kiss, guys. It's amazing. You get way more quality time uh, with your family. You get way more quality time with yourself. And so it really is a complete, complete no-brainer. They're super flexible. I mean, it's you literally, you don't even have to leave your office. I will open the app on my phone and just do my grocery order and move on. So moms, if you're sitting in you know, the car at soccer practice, you can order your groceries, you can pick them up on your way home, you can have them delivered the next day. Keep that in mind. One of the other things that I love talking about lately, and that I cannot wait to share with you guys, and I can't wait to share more of this with you, is getting busy with AI. And you can feel however you want to about AI technology is here to empower you. It is not here to overwhelm you. And AI can absolutely help you with running your household and saving you time. Honestly, like self-care superheroes, they are like your self-care allies. And so with AI chatbots, chat bots. So thinking chat GPT, which is one of the biggest ones that you may have heard about, but also Google has a chat bot called Bard. And I actually think I probably prefer that to chat GPT only because it has chat GPT has a free version, but that free version has a little bit, I feel like little bit more limitations than Google Bard does. Google Bard is free, but it can actually pull things in real time from um, the internet. But you can use these chatbots to create meal plans. Like especially if you say you're like throwing a dinner party and one of the people coming is gluten-free and you don't even know what to serve. Like you can literally go to one of these chatbots to Google Bard, and you can just type in 
Bard, please give me a simple menu option to offer for a dinner party that is gluten-free or maybe it's dairy-free or vegan, whatever it is. And it will like spit you out all of these different recipes that you can try. So you can use these to create meal plans. You can use these to manage to-do lists. You can literally use them to like read documents for you. If you get a document email, it's like five pages long and you don't have time to to read it. You can plug it into Bard and ask Bard to summarize it for you and it will. It is incredible. You can schedule appointments with just a couple, you know, voice commands. And so it is so, so helpful. And task management, creating to-do lists, setting reminders. Outside of ChatGPT and Bard, some of the other thing, the other AI resources that you are probably already familiar with, but you might not be maximizing is Siri on Apple or Alexa, Amazon Alexa. One of my very favorite hacks to do. That saves me so much time. So funny. My Alexa turned on when I was talking. One of the very favorite things that I have that I learned a couple of years ago was creating my grocery list through Amazon Alexa. So we have an Amazon Echo and it's set up in our kitchen. And so I will open the refrigerator and I will make myself a bowl of cereal and I use all of the milk. And I, I literally will just say, Alexa, add milk to the shopping list. And it immediately adds milk to the shopping list. I can access that list either through my Alexa app on my phone, or I can access it through Amazon. And even though I don't shop for my groceries necessarily through Amazon or through Whole Foods or Amazon Fresh, I can just open up that list. And then I use it to plug in whatever it is that I need into my shopping list on the other apps that I do use. And it has been a game changer to make lists. I mean, setting alarms, controlling your smart home devices, tons and tons of things that you can look at that can benefit you and that can save you time. It's just incredible what it is, what it's able to do for you. And the last thing that I wanted to talk to you about in this episode is how you can regain time by managing your digital distractions. I have talked a lot about the last two weeks about how much time gets sucked away from us through being on our phones. And just to throw it out there to give you guys sort of a reference of what this potentially looks like is according to studies, the average daily screen time for adults is about three to four hours a day. Three to four hours a day, you guys. Think about that. Now, that isn't necessarily just on like social media. They're talking overall screen time. So social media use, email and messaging, playing games, reading the news, being entertained, all of these things go into that. And so that is a significant amount of time that you have complete control over. On the average, people spend two to three hours a day on social media. So uh, 
hanging out on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter, cutting down on that usage, not only is it going to be so much better for your mental health, because I feel like social media, and I'm sure many of you do as well, completely feeds into the comparison monster that we deal with on the daily. But it is also just going to give you back time. Email and messaging, checking and responding to email messages can can consume you. It can take up so much time in, in your day. I personally... I mentioned this last week. I will I check my personal emails in the morning and that's it. I also actually have two different email accounts and so I have a spam email account and that's the one where I sign up for all of like the freebies I want and the newsletters that I want and anything that might be selling me something, things that I don't need to look at every single day. And then I have another email that I actually, this is what I give to people when they need to send me actual information that I like need to read and pay attention to. And that alone saves me so much time because I'm just not scrolling through spammy messages to find anything that's actually relevant that I need to know about. So just doing that alone helps. But then not even checking that spam email box. I mean, like I said, I will check it very quickly one time in the morning and that's it. The other thing that I do is that's how I I will get my news coverage is through scam. I It's literally, that's what it is. You're skimming the news. It kind of gives you like the highlights of the most important events that have been happening throughout the world and you skim it. And that has been a huge, huge help to me. But I read that first thing in the morning and that's it. I have notifications turned off. Tons and tons of these things can help you just kind of reclaim and get back some of that time. But all this is, is about setting realistic goals and like either turning off your notifications, setting up do not, I know you can set up just the parameters of you don't want to go over an hour, 30 minutes, two hours, whatever works for you. You can set that up on your phone to basically just lock you out of those apps after you've spent your daily amount of time on it. And just stick to that. Like it's, I mean, how much more Instagram do you need to consume? And you would be surprised at how much time you are going to get back. I mean, people's, people are spending one, like one to two hours on email and messaging apps a day. So just stop and think about what it means to actually just put away your phone for a little bit and do something else. Set specific time blocks for those digital activities. Allocate specific like time slots to check social media, to check the, your email, to read the news, cut down on your social media scrolling. It can actually save you at least 30 minutes to an hour every day. Like I said, implement those do not disturb periods, designate certain hours of the day as do not disturb periods. And during those times, just turn off 
all of your non-essential notifications on your phone and set it to silent mode. And this is going to help in focusing on important tasks without constant interruptions. It is going to, you're going to avoid that constant buzz and it's just going to like help with your productivity and you're going to gain at least 30 minutes to an hour every day as your focus and your efficiency improve. And then establish like tech-free zones. You know, designate specific areas or specific times as tech-free zones. So for instance, during meals or during family time or before bed, create a rule and then put away the device. So it's not only going to reduce your digital distraction, but it's going to help promote better relationships and more importantly, the quality of sleep at nighttime. This has been a game changer for me is just getting off of my device before it's time for me to actually fall asleep and wind down. I am not always great about it. I definitely struggle with this one, but I also know that if I want to get shit done, I need to get off my phone. Point blank. Like I said, I know instantly I can regain time almost immediately by just putting my phone away and eliminating those distractions. And you're going to gain back like a couple hours. So you, and that is time that you can literally spend on your self care. So just take a minute and think about where you're losing the most amount of your time. And then take one or two of these strategies for each area and then just play around. See what happens. See if you can like get some of that time back. You are going to be shocked at how easy it is. And it doesn't have to be every day. It doesn't have to be every week. Think about what's going to be the most beneficial to you and experiment and find out what works for you. And don't be afraid to reach out and connect with me if you have questions. I am going to actually be spending a lot of time on my social media talking and really diving much deeper into these topics. And so I invite you to come along and follow me over on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, any on socials. You can find me at Chastity Campbell Co. You can also make sure you check out episode 15 of the podcast where I'm talking a little bit more about the things that actually waste our time. Subscribe to the podcast if you want more inspiration and actionable strategies. And then also another great place to find some of these tips is actually my free self-care starter kit. And it has actually a few more of these time freedom hacks. And I will link up all of that in the show notes so you guys can check those out. And I would love to hear from you if you have questions about some of these resources or some of these services that I've offered in this episode feel free to reach out. This whole podcast is literally just about things that I have personally used. I am not affiliated with any of these things. I do not, I am not that big of a deal. And so if you guys have honest questions, I have used a ton, like I've used a ton of meal delivery services. I have used tons of delivery services. Those are just things that I know have made the biggest difference for me. I've also worked through a lot of different techniques and tips and 
routines that have helped me sort of break up with my device. And so I would love to chat with you guys. Like I said, I'm going to be putting a lot of this on social media. We're going to be really, really diving into this. So make sure that you are subscribing. You're following along if you want to hear more about this. And I can't wait to share more with you guys. I hope you guys have a great week this week. And I look forward to talking to all of you next week. So until then, we'll see you later.